to The Love Bug, a podcast delivering your weekly dose of that little four-letter word, love. But it's the 21st century, and you don't always see the traditional. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage. So come along with us as we talk, share, reveal, and discover all that it means to love. We're your hosts, Allegra and Ashley. Hi. And on today's episode, we're discussing more love letters and beautiful wedding vows that will make your heart flutter, strong women kicking goals this week, and we also dive into what Pride Month means to members of the LGBTQI plus community. Now catch the love bug with us and we'll get your heart racing. Okay. <laughs> Just say the same thing at the same time. Okay, Ash. So this is one of my favorite parts of one of my favorite segments. Um, we're going to do our big love from the week yeah. and then our little love to give, yes. our little shout out. Just before we, just before we uh, jump into that, I have, um, I have something to tell you. This morning I, I dropped my favorite bronzer and it smashed no! all over the floor. No! And it no! was... It was the amalgamation of quite a few bronzes that I'd no. already put together before. No. And it's no. gone. It's just... Ash, I'm so sorry. It's all out. It's gone. I have so... deepest commiserations Thank you. Thank you. That is devastating. Yeah. R.I.P. bronzer. Oh, oh my god, that's awful! Isn't it horrible? <laughs> oh it's the no! Worst thing. And disaster. The worst part about it is that when I dropped it, it dropped down the side of the sink, so it went into that little, you know, no. area that you never really clean, and so there's lots of hair and dust ew, there, ew, ew. and it's not salvageable <laughs> at all. So she's gone. Oh, she gone, girl. She gone. Well, um, maybe. I mean, that means you can buy a new one. Well, it's oh, true. You can go to Mecca. And- I've already been to Mecca twice this fortnight, so uh, you know what's what's another trip there. <laughs> you they need definitely it. need to sponsor this. I know, right? They can please sponsor us. Oh, we love you. Please sponsor us. Yes. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about the bronzer. That I know. Is just I devastating. Know. But what is your big love for the week? Okay, my big love is a bit of a strange one, which isn't unusual for us. Um, I I was in a classroom this week doing an observation and the students were working with the um, SWD teacher, the student with disability teacher, and they what they were doing was they were reading this letter, which was written from like the olden days, like, I don't know. 20s and it was all about women's rights and the olden days the olden days anyway it was all about like um you know women's rights and all this sort of stuff and so the teacher was saying explaining to these two boys well back in the day women weren't allowed to vote they weren't allowed to uh, go into pubs Mm. they couldn't um have a career and get married they had to choose one or the other etc etc Anyway, one of the boys is like, oh, well, that's just rubbish. (laughs) Women should be allowed to do all these things and they should be allowed to do what they want. And I was just like, yes, raising feminists. So, yes. So my big love this week is to the wonderful new generation of kids coming through with this excellent mindset. That is so good. Yes. I love that. It was very cute. And I was just like, yeah. I love that. It just, like, I feel like finally we're going to start to get some kind of, like, progress. Absolutely. And I think, too, though, kids 
these days who are in school, they have a better idea about inclusion Mm. and diversity. Yeah. And, you know, if you talk to them about the Black Lives Matter movement, they have really great perspectives on that. And Really? Yeah, I just, yeah, they do, yeah. That is so fantastic. I'm so impressed by that. I love that. Well, that's a great big love. <laughs> What's your big love this week? My big love is um, interior design magazines. Ooh, great. Um, because I know the very exciting news is that I am um, in, like, conversation with one of my very good friends. Ooh. We're going to move in together. Oh, my God. Post. Like when life goes back to normal in Sydney. Of course. Um, when we're going to move in together. But you can see I'm showing um, Ash on my thing, Bell Magazine, yep. Vogue Living. Yep. I'm all about it. And I'm going through and getting inspo and just making oh, note I that it. I need to win the lottery like 25 times over to <laughs> pay for my to, be to afford everything. Uh, Your bougie t- lifestyle that you want. <laughs> I was like, I really want an Hermes rug. Oh, And I was yes. like, I'm going to look them up on the internet. They're two and a half grand. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, a rug can be expensive. No, 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 not a floor rug, like a rug for the end of the bed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, like worth it? I mean, you and I are both brand whores, so I feel like we would. <laughs> and I can't talk to you about it because you're going to, like, convince me that's justifiable. I would. But I yeah, would. It fully is. I really want one. Love it. Well, I mean, there's nothing better, though, when you get your own place yeah. and you are able to decorate it how you want. We've just hung a painting on our wall. I saw it on Insta oh, Stories. My God. It is so beautiful and it just oh. Oh, it ties the entire room together. And while Nikita was here, she bought me my 30th birthday present. Whoop, whoop. And I got this beautiful plant and it's in this beautiful pot as well. It's this, uh, like, diamond, like, textured oh. sort of pot. And it all just like it's just all coming together now I'm so excited because you're such a grown-up I know I know we are looking at buying a rug soon too so maybe (laughs) oh yes an actual floor rug not not an end of the bed rug not an end of the bed rug but yes a floor rug oh yeah (laughs) well if you needed end of the bed rug Emez has some beautiful ones. Beautiful but expensive. (laughs) And exactly. What is your little love to give this week? I've got to give little love to our amazing producer. Oh, yes, Chris. We love you, Chris. I feel guilty that it's taken us like five weeks to say this, but I think particularly after last week's episode, your interview, where I wanted to like edit the intro. He we went back and forth about ten times, and he kept sending me the intro, and I'd listen to it, and I'd be like, "No, oh, no, it's not quite right. You've got to move stuff around." <laughs> You're such a perfectionist. And he's so <laughs> oh, he really is. I'm such a psycho. Oh my gosh, Actually, he is so patient. We should have given him love in the third after the third episode because that one was a complete disaster. It was in he, three a.m. on the Tuesday morning <laughs> or Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Yes. And he was like, he sent me a message. He's like, girls, I've just finished and I've got to go to bed. And I checked the timestamp and I was like, I had already been asleep for like six hours when he sent that. Yes. I was like, oh. Yeah. Whoops. Well, we appreciate every single thing that you do for us. And yeah, we just, we absolutely love you. And we know we couldn't do this without you. 
Yes, <laughs> Ashley has tried and she's locked herself out of oh, an Adobe audition. Oh my God. It's about a six times. It's a struggle. I'm continually <laughs> logged out. I'm paying like 30 bucks already to be locked out of an account. <laughs> so, yeah, Chris. Oh, Chris. Yeah, so my little love for the week goes to Chris. You are a legend. You're the a legend. Helper of all helpers. You legend. legend. Well, similarly, my little love is for you, madam. <laughs> Yes, that little that little message that you left me at the beginning of the episode just was perfect. It just absolutely made my day. It was like my own love letter that I that I got and I was so appreciative oh, and yeah, made me cry in the best way. <laughs> Oh, you're so welcome. That was so cute. Ash sent me a series of photos yes. and she was like listening to it live for the first time. Yeah. And the first one was like, oh, this is exciting. What is this? And by the end of this series of photos, it's Ash like, you ruined my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, God. No, it was it's just so, so beautiful. And the thing was, because we had already recorded the episode, I'd mm. been listening to it because it was in our Dropbox. Yeah. So I didn't like rush out to listen to the episode. And Chris, <laughs> he prompted me. He sent me a message i know because i called him and i was like chris she hasn't like i don't think she hasn't said anything about it yet and like what if she's really pissed off oh and he was like, no i don't reckon she'd be pissed off and i was like well maybe she's like upset that we went behind no. her back and edited the episode no. i don't know and he was like i'll no. text her yes yeah, so the text prompted me and i was like oh shit maybe because i knew like i there were a few things in there that i stuffed up <laughs> So I was like, oh, shit, maybe I better go listen to it. And then it was just like, like at first I thought it was because we actually had to re-record your intro, like the first three minutes of yours because your microphone played up. Yeah. So I thought it was just like a little disclaimer, like, oh, hey, it's Allegra here. Um, (laughs) Ash doesn't know this, but I'm just, you know, going to say that we had some technical issues. And but it was completely (laughs) the opposite. It was just, it was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love surprising people. So oh, I, I love receiving surprises. So win-win. <laughs> oh my God, it's like a love bug loving this week. <laughs> also, also, little love for you too because I bought the Tatcha primer and I oh told you. my I told you. God. It is life changing. <gasps> I'm wearing it underneath my makeup today and it feels like it just it's like draws it all in. My skin is so smooth. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's the, I love I it. I know. It's the best thing ever. It's amazing. Yes. Everybody go out to Mecca immediately and buy yourself the Tatcha Liquid Silk Canvas Primer. It's amazing. Do that. Do that. It is wonderful. Highly yes. recommend. Yes. So thank you. Highly thank you. Recommend. Snaps for Allegra. Snaps for Allegra. Uh, snaps for all of us. Snaps for Chris. Snaps for Allegra. Well, lovies, you know the drill. It's time to get your heart a pumping. Living in a digital age of instant connection and romance in the form of a simple swipe can make love letters feel like a primitive, long-lost art. I mean, let's be real. The closest thing to a romantic message one might receive these days is a sly text at 2am. You up? (laughs) But once upon a time, before Tinder, before Bumble, before dick pics and our hookup culture, Love letters were a charming gesture designed to woo potential love interests with charming language and romantic heart. After all, when was the last time you printed out a cute text from a love interest? Ricardo Pillier said that to write a letter is to send a message to the future, to speak of the present to someone who is not there, knowing nothing about how that person is while we write, and above all, later, while they read what we have written. It is the utopian form of correspondence because it annihilates the present 
and turns the future into the only possible place for dialogue. So, lovies, let's step into the future and read some love letters. Ash, what have you got for me, girlfriend? So today I have something very special. I found it in my little collection of keepsakes and it is a letter, a love letter written from my best friend to me. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. So Tash has given me permission to share this (laughs) and um, use names and all that is fine. So this letter for a little bit of context was written from Tash to me on our Seven year anniversary, I guess <laughs> you would call it. My our friend anniversary. Yeah. So psychologists say that if you have a friend, a friendship that lasts longer than seven years, it's likely to last a lifetime. Mm. So that's the seven year mark is like very important. Ash, we've only so, got six and a half years to go. I know. My goodness, we're going to be so old by then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We probably have like 25 children each too. Oh, God. <laughs> 25 dogs. <laughs> so I um, am going to receive all the warm and fuzzies. This is written in the card here. Um, my ego is going to be so big. Okay. <laughs> it says, Dearest Ashley, you are just one of the best things that has ever happened to me. You add sunshine to my life and I am grateful every day, every day to be your best friend, to have the honor of being Ashley's best friend. I love that we sort of chose each other to be best friends and that we strive in every way to be a best friend to each other and better yet, exceed our expectations every time. I digress. I love that you accept me the way I am, that you know me and that you let me grow and change, that you support me no matter what, that you are constantly teaching me new things and that you respect and seek my opinions. I love how much you make me laugh. I admire how smart and determined you are. I love how protective and caring you are to the ones you love. I guess I am just saying that it's a wonderful privilege to walk beside you in life. I could not have dreamed of a better best friend than you. Love always, Tash. That's so lovely. Yes. I love that. And I love that you chose that one to read because it really does demonstrate that you can have really like deep, beautiful uh, connections with people that aren't a romantic connection. Oh, absolutely. And that's the kind of stuff we need to celebrate. For sure. And I just love, you know, the way that she sort of summed me up. Like this was pretty much my interview last week, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You're so cute, Tash. You can write me in a love letter anytime. (laughs) Love you, Tash. I love you, Tash. That's so cute. So you, my love, Mm. are a marriage celebrant. I am. And you have the amazing joy and opportunity to read real life love letters Mm -hmm. every day in the form of wedding vows. So each week you have been bringing us that little dose of romance and I'm very excited to see what's going to be coming our way today. What have you got for me? So I've got vows and as promised, I have vows from a bride. Perfect. And so they're really lovely. I'm going to be taking notes. Yes, very good. Yes, please do. (laughs) But I will know if you've copied them. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? Yes, please. I'm not perfect and I definitely don't have the required cooking skills to replicate your mother's delicious Dutch cooking. What I am is full of love. What I am is caring. I hope to make you laugh regularly. I will support you and care for you deeply above all others during sickness and in health. You can rely on me to always have open and honest conversations with you and I will always encourage and prioritize quality time together. What I am is committed. 
committed to you, committed to us, committed to a future in which we face each day together, a team, a family. What I am is yours. All that I am, all that I have, I give to you. I entrust to you. And as I place this trust in you, I stand here ready. I am prepared, prepared to accept the responsibility of that same trust from you. I stand here willing, willing to receive all that you are, all that you have. If you place this trust in me, I proclaim here in front of our most cherished, I will treasure that trust, nurture that trust, and protect that trust with every ounce of my heart and soul. I proclaim here that I love you, and I stand ready to be your wife, your love, your friend, your support, and biggest fan forevermore. Oh, that is so beautiful. <laughs> that is so beautiful. Oh, I love that. I think I, just I say love. I say that every week. I I love what you're reading. But I, I just you know what I love? I love is the insight yeah. into what people think about their partners yes. and what they're willing to give and the vow that they are yes. making. So oh Exactly. And I love that she starts it and she recognises that she's not perfect, but she also recognises that she's got so much Mm. to give and that, you know, it's sort of you can see the insight into this relationship because you can see that they both obviously really love Mm. each other, obviously, getting married, (laughs) but they have a lot of respect for each other as well. She seems to have an acknowledgement and understanding of her own value in the relationship, which I think is really beautiful. What she's going to bring to the table and... You know, if you let me bring this and you're willing to, you know, Mm. let me do that for you, then Mm. we're ready to go for the rest of our life. I love that she said that he, you know, that they are committed to creating a future and the challenges that they will face every day as a team, yeah. a family. Yeah. I really love that because, you know, I, I count Andrew, he's, he's my family now. You know, so yeah, of I, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that somebody has <laughs> said that in their vows, which is, be- I'm going to take that. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> I swear to God, by the time we get to your wedding, it'll be like, Andrew, you're a glass of rosé <laughs> afternoon. You are, you are my family. <laughs> We're just like a patchwork yes. of beautiful yes. vows from very oh, couples. Love it. <laughs> oh, you're yes, so cute. No. I, I thank you guys so much for letting Allegra read these out because I just think that it is very generous for you to be sharing mm. this insight mm. into your relationship. And even though, exactly. you know, we have not revealed names or anything like that, we've kept it all confidential, mm. you know, it's still very personal. And of I course. love that yeah. people are willing to share these. I'm very lucky. I'm married you to the <laughs> Yourself included, obviously. Obviously. So, lovies, if we've inspired you to write your own love letter or you've received one you think will make us giddy and you'd be happy for us to read it on the podcast, send them through to loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. That's loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. Who knows? We might even feature it on a future episode. Women truly do run the world. This week, we saw two incredible examples of fierce chicks bringing their best selves to their careers. Allegra, let's start off with the wonderful Miss Taylor Swift dropping (laughs) an album unexpectedly in the middle of quarantine isolation time, COVID time. Yes. 
and just, just coming out with some absolute bangers. Are they good? Have you listened to the uh, That's a stupid question. How many times have you listened to the full album? <laughs> well, um, I don't know how many times I've listened to it, but what I will say is Folklore mm. is such an easy listen. It is a beautiful album and it's very like folk indie, so quite different yeah, yeah. to anything else that has come, which I think is kind of reflective of maybe the time that she was writing this in because yeah, she said yeah. that. She hadn't expected to write an album or release yeah. an album yeah. during this summer. And, yeah, and then one just came out. And I think it's that chill time, yeah. that time that you can take away. And I really, I really genuinely enjoy listening to it. It's not. Do, I mean, don't you just generally enjoy listening to anything by Taylor Swift? <laughs> like, you're not very credible on this one, babe. <laughs> Yeah, quite biased, I, I must say, yes. But no, it's so um, last night I was doing some digital designs for our podcast uh, Instagram page, at the Love Bug Podcast, shameless plug, and <laughs> I had it on in the background and it was perfect drawing really? music because it was that really? really nice chill. It just gave me a really nice environment to set up in. Yeah, vibe. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, well done, done T Swift. Swift. Yes. What a ledge. She is so good. So I think also it debuted at number one in 48 countries. Good God. I know. And That's what was pretty the, impressive. Yeah. And the other statistic that I had was that she is now the best-selling digital artist globally. I mean, just uh, she's amazing. And she's, what, like 30? Yes. What a ledge. I know. I know. What a total ledge. Absolutely. Another absolute legend who is also, also 30. 30 years old <laughs> is now. I don't want to butcher her name. Oh, I know. I was panicking so about this. Alexandria. Oh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Beautiful. Yep, that's how she I was going to say it. She's a congresswoman for the 14th District of New York, I believe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's two weeks older than me. Um, <laughs> important statistic. <laughs> I think that's like an important piece of information for everyone to know that I, yes. um, you know, I've, we've got a podcast. I do some cool stuff, but am I as cool as AOC? Firm no. on that one. No, yeah, no, no. No, no one is. No. So she gave a speech on the floor of Congress this week that clapped back at some horrendous things that another a congressman mm. had said about mm -hmm. her in just the most articulate, impressive, eloquent, eloquent way mm. where it wasn't like, you know, she was responding to this abhorrent treatment, but mm. in such an elegant way. It was just like, I see you. I see how crap your behavior is. I don't appreciate it. Don't accept it. And no one no. should accept it. And I was no. just like, ah, yes, girlfriend. Yes. I loved it. Absolutely. She is super, super impressive. And mm. I have been following her since The Cut, which is another podcast mm. um, based in New York, since they did a feature on her actually when she was running for Congress yeah. back in 2018. Yeah. And I think I told you, like, her campaign video was so powerful. And I've if gotta watch I was there, I would definitely have voted for her. So, like, I'm I'm claiming it. What day is it? It's like the 26th. The, the 26th. It's, it I don't is. know. It's it's mid July, late July, late July yeah. 2020. Swear to God, 2024, running for president for president. Oh, unless gosh, Biden so. gets in, unless Biden gets in, in which case 2028. But then Biden's really old, so I don't know if he's going to survive mm, eight years. I know, I know. Uh, she would be incredible to yeah. have as 
uh, president and just everything that she's doing at the moment. So the things that she advocates for is Medicare for all, federal mm-hmm. job guarantees, the mm-hmm. Green New Deal, which legislates to address climate change and mm-hmm. economic inequality, mm-hmm. um, abolishing ICE. And I think even more recently, um, she has been advocating for the demonetization of the police force too. Well, so she's a very I, big thinker as well. Like she really is. And I think what she does is she takes the big issues that mm. are happening to her community. She's yep. very involved in her community. And she sees that, she mm. takes it and she tries to make it better. Yep. And honestly, like what more could you want from somebody? Right. Um I can I can tell you what more you could want. The fact <laughs> that on her Instagram recently, she was like, so many people ask me what colour lipstick I wear and here's my lipstick shade. Oh. And I was like, yes! Um, what so a she's, queen. Like, you can be this like impressive, incredible, intelligent, sophisticated, eloquent, articulate woman and still like makeup. Yes! <laughs> yes! yes! So and I, I love, love that. It. She's like, you know, she's embracing her femininity and like, you know, being a total badass bitch. But She is. Can we just um, have, I'm just going to run off some of her stats, okay? Okay. So yeah. graduated from Boston University with economics and international relations. Mm-hmm. And she worked under Ted Kennedy, Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. is the youngest woman ever to serve in U.S. Congress, being 29 oh when she was um, elected. elected. Yeah. She's among the first female members of the Democratic Socialists of America to be elected to serve in Congress. Mm-hmm. And she paid her way through by bartending and helping out <laughs> her single mum after her father died. Like, what a legend! Like, legend. She's just, don't, you just have the biggest girl crush. But, like, those two women, I think two successful independent women, mm-hmm. aged in 30. Yeah, three decades into their life. Three decades into their life, you got those two women are just killing it, crushing it. And absolutely, I just think you know, with women like that leading the world, we are going to be okay. Yes, definitely something for us to strive towards. Absolutely, I'm going to apply for um, parliament. No, I'm definitely not. Oh my god, can you imagine? For you, (laughs) no, no, I'd be like, ew, I don't like the color of that. The white house? She yeah. Has a pink house. And I was like, can we like change the carpet? I don't know. That's not my I think it needs an Hermes rug. Hermes, <laughs> just give me the rug. <laughs> oh my God, oh. so good. Anyway, two women killing it, sending love to them. Love it. As we flagged with you super early on, the love bug is all about embracing love in all its forms. June saw the world celebrate Pride Month. Every June, Pride Month celebrates the diversity of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and intersex community. It's a time to reflect on just how far civil rights have progressed in the last half century and an opportunity to protest discrimination and violence. Australia is at the forefront of the push towards true equality and inclusion for LGBTI people, but there is still much to do. Every year, Pride Month commemorates the Stonewall Riots, a major event that served as a catalyst for the earliest civil rights of the LGBTQI community. Police raids at American gay bars were common back in 1969 when homosexuality was illegal in every American state except Illinois. At that point, a business could get shut down for just employing a gay person or serving gay patrons. 
That all changed after one early morning police raid on the Stonewall Inn, a bar frequented by gay, lesbian and transgender residents of New York City's Greenwich Village, provoked a riot. Protesters called for the establishment of safe places where they could be open about their sexual orientation without fear of arrest. Their uprising directly led to the formation of the first gay activist groups in New York and began the journey towards attaining the same rights as the heterosexual community. The New York Pride March reflects just how far society has come since then. It is one of the largest and most well-known parades. The people who marched in the first Sydney Mardi Gras in 1978 are among such people. And during Pride Month, we remember them and celebrate the contribution of the LGBTQI plus people to our community. As straight women, we didn't think it was appropriate to comment on the experiences of the LGBTQI community. So today, we are proud to bring you, direct from some of our listeners, their experience of Pride Month and what it means to them. We hope you enjoy hearing their stories and we're so grateful to them for their generosity. Hi, my name is Emma and I'm Allegra's younger sister. Pride Month to me is a time of celebration and I guess a time to let others see you for who you are. I think pride obviously encompasses such a broad spectrum of people and I think this isn't a strength for this kind of movement because it encourages conversations about all areas of the LGBTI plus community. Um, and I think organised movements like Pride Month are also super important for like the corporate world and other institutions as a very tangible way to engage with a campaign that aims to increase diversity and inclusion, as is the general trend. I think obviously there are things like Mardi Gras. However, to have a whole month to engage with this campaign hopefully allows for more nuanced conversations on many different levels to create that positive change. For me personally, I feel like I've probably engaged with Pride Month more on that sort of a level than on a personal emotional emotional or spiritual level, but perhaps that's something I need to work on and maybe, yeah, I look forward to doing that next year. Um, My birthday also falls on Pride Month, so I think that's fitting. I have reflected on this, and whilst I am not involved in Pride, I am eternally grateful for those before us that now allow me and many others to live the life that I can now lead. They were the trailblazers. I'm not involved per se in Pride, but I cannot take away from those who want to celebrate their achievements. It is certainly something to celebrate. Everybody in life goes through their own battles and every gay person will have their own unique story. For many, including myself, it was a very lonely walk with lots of self-doubt. But in the end, it was my own personal journey in learning to be true to myself. Why don't I celebrate it? My journey was very personal to me and I don't feel as if I need to celebrate it. I acknowledge others who want to celebrate it. As I said, I am eternally grateful and will fight for everyone's freedom every day, but my big party days are now behind me. We all have a right to walk tall and proud and express ourselves as we see fit. It's just for me today, more than ever, I am confident in who I am without swinging from the rafters. When I went to the big parties, it was the party I was interested in rather than understanding the underlying message. That is not to say the others don't. Hi there, I'm Nicolette and I'm a transgender woman and pride to me is the definition of self-expression. It's a union of people that stand together freely and openly within themselves and each other and show the world that no matter your sexual orientation or preference, it doesn't define you. We are still humans and we are equal, just like the rest of the population, and we deserve to be treated like humans. 
Pride Month is the only month currently that lets people of the community be completely open, which is not okay. It should be all year round and not be seen as a crime, though it is a month where people feel completely free and courageous enough to come out to their loved ones, which is truly amazing. And everyone deserves to be happy and proud and live their authentic, unapologetic life forever. Pride Month is one of the most important parts of the LGBTQI plus community, and it's the self-promotion of, dif- of dignity and equality among queer people and their peers. Pride Month is most important to me, as it allows the community to be visible within today's pop culture, which was unheard of 30 years ago. There are many icons and celebrities that have carried the community to what it is today, such as Ellen DeGeneres, RuPaul, David Bowie, and Harry Styles. As of right now, I'm an in-closet bisexual man, but through pop culture, film, and television, I personally found out that it's okay to be part of the LGBTQI, a perk plus privilege most queer people didn't have growing up. My biggest influence growing up with the community would definitely be Queer Eye of a Gay Guy, the original cast. Watching five homosexual men travel across America, fixing the lives of heterosexual males slash females to make their lives better was such an inspiration to me personally, and having the heterosexual males slash females being so understanding and open to them gave me hope as a child. But there is so much more representation for the community in this day and age, with movies and shows such as Big Mouth, Jose, Euphoria, and even the Pixar Kid movie Onward, has representation in it for the community. But in conclusion, we wouldn't have the community that we have today, or Pride Month for that fact, without Marsha P. Johnson, an American drag queen that was, uh, that was involved in the Stonewall riot and the building of the community. So I just wanted to give thanks to her and the sacrifices that she has made for this modern community. Thank you so much for listening to us today. If you loved what you heard, come and chat with us in our Facebook group, The Love Bug Podcast, or on Instagram at The Love Bug Podcast. We would love to see who's listening. So take a screenshot of this app and tag us in your Insta stories and use the hashtag LoveBugLovies. Let's get the love bug word out there. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening now and send us some love in the form of a five-star rating. We'll be back in your ears and your hearts once again next week. Talk to you then, lovies. Mwah!